You know, Dave, we worry about the big problems in America, our government doing huge things like invading countries or, you know, uh, creating pipelines where none are needed or big, big things. But big, big. The, okay. the Japanese, smaller issues, but in a sense, bigger. The Sunday Times reported just recently that Japan, in an effort to secure votes to allow commercial whaling, has bribed small countries with aid packages plus spending money for prostitutes for the visiting officials. Six countries, St. Kitts, Nevis, Marshall Islands, Kiribati, Grenada, Ivory Coast, and Guinea. That's the problem with the UN is that everyone's got to vote in the General Assembly, right? Okay, it's it's cool. It's got to go through this. Uh, They they were willing to negotiate. Excuse me, Mr. Berg, I'd like to take a vote of the class. Uh, Does anybody recognize any of those nations? Are are they familiar to anybody? We're going to have a flag identification at the end of the course, so you just better get the St. Kitts, Nevis. Uh, Marshall Islands, Kiribati, Grenada, Ivory Coast, and and she's got a body, but that don't work. Anyway, go ahead. They're willing to negotiate. They were (laughs) willing to negotiate with an undercover Times reporter posing as a lobbyist, and 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 some revealed their similar dealings with Japan. We support Japan because of what they gave us," said one senior Uh fisheries official for the Marshall Islands. He said, "The Times also reported that officials are given cash, up to a thousand dollars a day in envelopes, and call girls are made available in their hotels." I believe the call girls come in envelopes also because the Jap- japanese if nothing are discreet well they're wearing envelopes and you know how beautiful that japanese uh, paperwork is so yeah. yeah japan is making a push for more international whaling they've been able to get away uh, and around the ban by calling the whales they kill scientific research right scientific sushi yeah exactly yeah, the japanese you know masters of scientific sushi this is a codicil to my ever asked question What would happen if the poor voted? From CNN, the mortgage meltdown is hitting the African-American and Latino communities harder than the whites. Of borrowers who took out mortgages between 2005 and 2008, some 8% of both African-American and Latino borrowers have lost their homes to foreclosure, compared to 4.5% of non-Hispanic whites, almost two to one. The racial and ethnic disparities continued even after controlling for income differences. African-American and Latino borrowers were about 30% more likely to get higher rate subprime loans than white borrowers with similar risk characteristics. Of the total pool of homeowners, 17% of Latinos have lost their homes to foreclosure or are at imminent risk of losing their homes, while 11% of African Americans are in that position. By comparison, 7% of non-Hispanic whites have lost their homes or are about to. It's not good news that that non-Hispanics at 7%. That's an awful figure. But 11%, one out of every 10 or more of African Americans who took out a mortgage, sold Higher risk, phony baloney, five-year subprime mortgages are going to lose not only their not only their homes, but all the money they put into it. So much for the own your own home American dream. The reason for the disparity is that African Americans and Latinos were marketed riskier, higher cost loans that became unaffordable during the mortgage and economic crisis. These were more expensive mortgages and were more likely to fail. It's like if you go into the ghetto, gasoline is more expensive, food is more expensive, the poorer the neighborhood, the more it costs to live. Figure that one out. African-American and Latino communities are likely to lose $373 billion in declining property values between 2009 and 2012. Well, 
If that class loses $373 billion, where is the consumer strength going to come to take us out of this double-dip recession? An estimated 2.5 million foreclosures were completed between 2007 and the end of 2009. This is roughly one in every 20 mortgages outstanding at the time of the crisis. And an estimated 5.7 million additional foreclosures are imminent. Ooh, my. That's uh, okay. Let's see. 5% have been foreclosed. That means one out of every 20 houses on the block, one out of every 20 apartments in the building have been foreclosed on. This is a real emergency. Time for the new, new deal. Well, it's the first day of summer, and out there in Bismarck, North Dakota, is our social media guru, Scott Wilde. What's up, Scott? How you doing, man? I am loving the longest day of the year. Oh, me too. Although here on Whidbey Island, the longest day of the year, the first day of summer, it's been raining all day in a month of lots of rain. I love it. A lot of people complaining. But enough of that. It never rains on the web. Exactly. And today we're going to talk about members-only subscription sites because Radio Free Oz is going to launch Oz Central, which will be a members-only site. Tell me about the history of those and how they look and, you know, what you can do with them. Well, one of the things that, you know, we typically call them premium content sites because when you pay a subscription fee to some of these member sites, you are getting premium content that you cannot get out on the web. And we are going to be uh, producing exclusive material just for this Oz Central. Um, And what it's going to do is it's going to allow people to gain access. So typically, uh, what I tell my clients when I'm setting up a membership site is I say, you know what, this has to give them unprecedented access to the show that they cannot get normally. Um, And that's one of the privileges of being a member. I mean, membership has its benefits. We've heard that tagline before. And it's really true when you look at some of these sites. Now, one of the things you've talked about is Blue Skype. And so this is going to be one of the premium content uh, access pieces that people are going to have by being a member. Uh, All of our members are going to be able to submit their Skype ideas and or their, their pitch to be on your show on Blue Skype, and they'll have access to that form inside the members-only area. And so that's just one of the privileges of being a member. You know, membership has its benefits. Yeah. So we're going to um, give people access. You've also talked about some of the other types of shows, the email show, um, where people are going to be able to email in ideas, and you're going to cover those. Uh, in in more detail on a show. I call that, by the way, I call that show Look and See with Peter B. Because I will literally take those, talk about them, and Skype the people that I find the most interesting. But those posts will only be uh, coming from Oz Central members. Absolutely. You know, you're giving people a chance to connect with your show in a way that they normally would not just have as as just a public listener or a free listener. You're going to give them extended versions of interviews um, where, you know, it's sort of like I call it the director's cut of the interview. They might even be able to hear some outtakes and bloopers. You're going to have a live video feed inside the studio while you're recording some of these bits and maybe even this bit here, the great spot, the great Scott bit. you will get, have you take some of those and package them up into videos. You might have some outtakes of things that happen in the studio with you and David cutting up, or you know whether it's and we do uh, cut up. Plus, we're going to let people playlist. They're going to be able to get the shows and 
the pieces in CD quality downloads that they put together. The the playlists stay on their section or their space up on Oz Central server, and uh, they can download it anytime they want to, and you know, and 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 play with it at CD quality. Yeah. Yep, outstanding. So really, it's the whole premise behind membership sites is just giving them premium content, stuff that they normally can't get. They're also going to, all of our members are going to be registered on a monthly basis for uh, game-used material, you know, some of the uh, skits yes. that you're using and, and autographed memorabilia uh, and, and even maybe tickets to the Firesign Theater shows that you've got going on or... Right. You know, I know that you, you and David do your own gigs, and David's on you know writing books, and you're you're out doing yeah, we, speaking. Engagements. We call it snot rag in a bag, right? Anything exactly. we do, we sign it and we sell it or give it away. But you've got to be on Oz Central to get the old snot rag in a bag. Thanks a lot, Scott. We'll be with you next week. Okay. Looking forward to it. Fly the Goddess, multi-sex plugs for your laptops, international mini-meals, unlimited plague-free air, no bloody babies, and extra knee room for your extra knee. Isn't that where you want to be at midnight when the big eyeball drops on those sub-millionaires 30,000 feet beneath you? Goddess Air, she'll get you there. Nobody can deny that BP has deep pockets. But there's just not as much oil in them anymore. Too bad they just spent two billion in two months fighting this Gulf of Mexico oil spill disaster and compensating victims, with no end in sight to the disaster itself or the price tag. The British oil giant's latest tally includes 105 million paid out so far to 32,000 claimants. That's not much per. The figure does not include a 20 billion dollar fund that BP set up recently. Uh, for golf residents and businesses, it's an escrow account that they set up with the White House. There are also scores of lawsuits piling up against BP for the April 20th rig explosion that, remember again, killed 11 workers and started the oil spill that may last forever. I haven't seen really anybody calling for a memorial for those 11 workers. Aren't they just as much victims of the modern world as the people who went down in 9-11? I don't see anybody calling for them because maybe it's just too fresh and just too painful. And maybe we know that our insatiable appetite for pressed dinosaur is what made this happen. Shares of BP, which have lost almost half their value since the rig Deepwater Horizon burned and sank off the uh, Louisiana coast, well, half their value, that's, in, that's insanely bad news for one of the wealthiest companies in the world. I wonder who else went down with that. I hope it was hedge funds. I, ho I hope it was greedy Wall Street bankers, but it'll probably be widows and orphans from Iceland and Norway. The best hope of ending the disaster rests on teams drilling two relief wells meant to stop uh, the seafloor oil gusher. It's a daunting task. Their drills have to hit a target roughly the size of a salad plate, about three miles below the water's surface. And uh, what kind of dressing would you like with that uh, salad plate, madame and monsieur? Uh, we're featuring a Gulf Coast vinaigrette. It's a mixture of 125 million barrels of crude and bitter tears. It's a steal at 20 billion. 